0: podcast. Every week I'll share leadership thoughts, books I'm reading, or tools I'm using to teach leadership skills. I believe everyone has influence. Every family, school, church, city, country is determined by its capacity for effective leadership. So let's jump in. Well, welcome to the Leadership Podcast, as we said, and I want to spend a few times talking to you about renewal in reinvention and creativity and innovation the importance <clears throat> as we as we get older of being secure enough to reinvent ourselves as i as i speak this i uh, uh, we just came off a couple days ago the new england patriots winning the afc championship to go to the super bowl for the third year in a row and for the 21st time it feels like this century And um, I'm just in awe of how particularly Tom Brady and Bill Belichick have done this. Uh, They have been the central core, but around that core, they have uh, reinvented themselves, totally different personnel around them. And uh, obviously this goes more toward uh, Bill Belichick, but the ability to to literally – the Patriots are known for – at halftime, they put in a different game plan. And so you may get them in the first half, but they literally are prepared for a different plan in the second half. And that's why you see them so many games take over in the second half because the other team, the opposition is not prepared. That kind of creativity is is inspiring to me. Uh, the ability to be secure to to go for it and to know, well, while this has worked, it won't work forever. We have to try a new strategy. Many of you know lately I've been inspired by the the best animation film of last year, the Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse creative venture. Filmmakers Phil Lord and Chris Miller pushed uh, pitched their idea to Sony executives in 2014 that they were going to have this reinvention of the Spider-Man franchise with Miles Morales as Spider-Man. It's a That's a character that was introduced in 2011. It would also include Spider-Gwen from the future, an anime-influenced Penny Parker, a black-and-white 1930s-era Spider-Man noir, and then, of course, the big creative risk, the Looney Tunes-esque Peter Porker, the spectacular Spider-Ham. And you say, what?! How is that going to work? I would love to have been in the meeting with the Sony executives when they said, here's our idea. And then this very creative duo of filmmakers, they they, they tell this story of Miles Morales, uh, a post-millennial African-American Latino Brooklyn teen who becomes Spider-Man after Peter Parker's demise in this particular Spider-Verse. And they wanted to present the Spider-Man tale in just a very fresh visual language. Uh, they wanted to give you the sense that you were inside the pages of a living, breathing comic book dynamic uh, interaction. But uh, particularly Miller said this, looking back on that initial initial pitch as Spider-Verse was, was being formed conceptually – they they had to come up with a totally different way of making a film. In four years and 800 people working on it later, 800 people, it took the animators in this 117-minute film, one second per minute. Uh, I'm sorry, one second took a week to make of this 117-minute film. Once every second took a week to make. And now it is, it has been a spectacular creative success. And Miller said, no one knew exactly how we were going to accomplish using techniques that it would, would, would have to be birthed into existence. They did it and they uh, created something that is fresh and innovative. And that inspires me. It really inspires me because I, I love reminding all of us that we are, are all made in the image of a creator. There are no non-creatives and creatives. There are only people who are creative this way, and creative that way, and creative another way. We are all made in the image of one, remember this, who is still creating to this day. People think God created in six days, and then he rested. Galaxies are still being formed as we speak. It's, uh, it's really phenomenal. And then when you think about the fact that Jesus was a fresh presentation of the God reality, the creator reality, he was innovative, he used many methods to connect to his world. And uh, we should attempt to do the same. We should be a people who understand that indigenous to our makeup, to our image, is a creative power. And one of the, one of the aspects of this that Jesus taught... Uh, Many of you may have missed this, but one of the aspects of this that Jesus taught is He said, I've got this message that is so dynamic, it never stops. It never stops expanding a life, it never stops affecting a life. And He compared it to wine. And when you take wine and you cork it up, because its fermentation process leads to the release of gases, you have to put it, He would say, into new leathery, flexible wineskins. And this is an image that has driven for me, my leadership for years, that I want to be a flexible goatskin wineskin that houses the wine of the gospel. I um, it, 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 you know I, I'm as passionate about innovation, taking risk, not coasting into the finish line, based on past successes as much now as ever, because um, I see, first of all, the necessity of innovation, but I also see the excitement of innovation, new discovery. One of the foundational books that I have been impacted by is The Medici Effect by Franz Johansson, in which he tells about scientists who took a certain kind of goat's milk and mixed it with a certain species of spider web and created a unique silk that's just incredible who would ever think to put goat's milk with spider's web that's phenomenal innovation and reinvention uh architects in sub-saharan africa who took the concepts of a certain species of ant that creates a constant 72-degree Fahrenheit climate in its in its tunnels because of the way it creates these tunnels and allows water to flow through and the air then is cooled. And they took that concept, these architects did, and created buildings in sub-Saharan Africa that without mechanical air conditioning, they stay at 72 degrees. And I think that it is one of our callings as people who were made in the image of our creator and then maybe due to wounds in our life due to failures we begin to lose that sense of creativity that in Christ we reclaim that and uh, I firmly believe uh, i I firmly believe that I have not met my most creative self yet I I don't I think I look I'm a, if the Lord gives me the time I'm looking forward to my 60s if He grants me the time I'm looking forward to my 70s and I honestly think that that I I'll be one of those people who I'm more creative than. part of that is I've always been a late bloomer and I would say probably your 70s qualifies if that's your best uh, expression that would that would be the definition of late bloomer but it's also because I I really believe that that is long. As we allow ourselves to be made secure. Our identity is not rooted in our successes versus our failures. But our identity is rooted in the love of our creator. That today you might begin experiencing your most innovative, creative self. That you could be that person who combines this spider's web with this goat's milk and watch what comes out most most issues in life are problems that need to be solved and our creator is the ultimate problem solver because he's the ultimate one who said when you take this and you put it with this even though you would never would have expected this to happen this is what you get so today root your identity in your Creator and your Redeemer, and watch as you go on that journey what He does with your leadership and your life. Until next time. Thanks for listening. Tune in every week as we continue learning and growing in faith, in life, and leadership. And if this has been helpful to you, subscribe and spread the word. And I will talk to you next week.